I think the goal at the end of the day is to reiterate the message that we're all, we're all capable of positive change, whether it comes from books, whether it comes from a podcast you're listening to, um, just know that where you are now is not where you are necessarily going to be forever. So with, with some intention, with some effort, with some focus, with some tenacity, you can improve the standing of where you are. And it's just, uh, it, it all comes down to you taking some accountability um, and, and understanding that you have the possibility of positive change. I believe that love is all around us. Love is everything and everywhere. I am love. You are love. We are all love. In our divinity, in our soul, in the truest and simplest form of our being, we are pure, unconditional love. Love is the answer to everything. Every week in this podcast, we're talking to incredible and beautiful people who will be sharing their insights and perspectives to help you find more peace to help you come from a place of love more often, to help encourage you to be kinder to yourself and others, to help you create more happiness in your life, to help you feel more oneness with others, and to help you connect to your higher self. My name is Justin Court. Together, we will help shift the collective consciousness of the planet to be more loving, kind, peaceful, happy, empathetic, understanding, and accepting. This can only be achieved together. It starts with each and every one of us. We are one, and it's time we start acting that way. I am so, so grateful that you're here. I love you, I support you, and I'm here for you. Let's together create more love in this world. Let's do this. Jim Mullane's page, Get Better With Books, has over 300,000 followers across IG and TikTok. It focuses a lot around self-help, which I love, but also covers a large range and genre of books. Books are so powerful. They can shift our perspective. They can change who we are. They can teach us how to be more loving or how to become the best version of ourselves. They can open our minds and hearts to wisdom and knowledge we didn't even know existed. I really enjoy talking with Jim and feeling his passion to serve, help others, and do good in this world through the beauty of books. All right, my man Jim, welcome to the podcast, buddy. Glad to be here. Thanks, Justin. Looking forward to talking with you. Yes, of course. So Jim has grown, uh, man, you've grown a, a, a big uh, Instagram following uh, with the handle Get Better With Books, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah, Get Better With Books. It's um, Honestly, it's been a surprise and it's been such a joy doing the side project. Uh, I was telling you offline that it was really just a creative outlet for me. Started back in 2018, combining some photography and a little self-help books. And here we are a couple of years later and we're a little over 200,000 followers on Instagram and growing the TikTok community, some podcasts and some YouTube. It's, it's just been a great journey. Good for you, man. And I love that too. Before we hopped on, um, you know, you talked about Napoleon Hill and you just mentioned self-help books. 
And uh, I am a massive, massive fan um, of that genre. And I was mentioning to you before we hopped on too that I used to hate books. Um, I used to just hate reading. It wasn't even like that I hate books. I don't even know. I just hated reading. As a kid, I definitely had like some reading comprehension um, issues. And mm -hmm. I don't know exactly why. I just, I just, it was very difficult for me to sit and keep my attention on a book. And mm -hmm. when I was younger, I guess, you know, the books that I thought about in, in school were like literature books or history books. And I was like, I don't, you know, I, I wasn't the biggest fan of school back in the day either. So there was just always this blockade for me with books because I always just correlated them to school, really. Mm -hmm. And then once mm -hmm. I realized that's not what it's about and you can gain such a world of wisdom from them, I am like falling in love with books and they are like a massive reason in who I am today. I feel like how I'm so luckily able to have like a really positive mindset um, and really come from a place of love. Books are just a huge, huge factor in that for me. Um, and then for you, Jim, did you always, were you always in love with books or how did this start for you? No, not at all. It's, <laughs> funny, it's funny to hear you say that because I had a very similar experience to you. I was never really uh, someone who was, uh, astute academically, you know, I didn't spend a whole lot of time on my studies. You know, if you take a look at my college transcript, that was pretty consistent throughout uh, my higher education days. But the interesting transition came from when someone is telling you to read something instead of self-directed reading, right? Like when I got to a point where I was, I think I was like 21, 22 years old, I recently graduated from college and I was at this juncture in my life where I was like, what am I doing? with my life. Like, where do I want to go? Who do I want to aspire to be? And I actually stumbled across a book, uh, how to win friends and influence people. It's a, the seminal Dale Carnegie self-help book. And I actually just came across it. I was in my basement in my house, my childhood house. Um, my father had an office where he used to run his, his business and he had it on his bookshelf. So I, I really just like stumbled across it and I was like, yeah, I'll give this one a shot. And it was one of those books that it just met me at the right place at the right time in my life, really just changed my perception on interpersonal communications. But I think the most powerful thing for me was I was starting to apply the things that I was reading in the book and found immediate benefits mm -hmm. in my social life, my work life, my business life, my relationships. And that was, that was the aha moment for me it was like, wow, these books are resources that if you just take the time and you're intentional about how you want to use them and how you want to apply them, it can have a tremendous impact. And it was ever since there, like it took me literally to, to be 22 years old to figure out, hey, these things can actually be a great tool for your life. Absolutely. And you nailed it too. It's about like being intentional with them. And one of the reasons why I was like really excited to have you on as a guest is because books can literally change our lives. Like you were just talking about, books have changed my life drastically because of how much we can learn. And mainly for me, it's like new perspectives that we can be given. Mm -hmm. Perspective to me is like everything. So if I can jump into a book and be given a new shift and a new perspective on literally for me, how to love people or how to be kinder mm -hmm. or how to be like a better version of myself so that I can show up every single day in that way and help mm -hmm. me just understand how we're all love um, and all mm -hmm. these different things, right? So it's like, 
being able to tap into certain things and have a better understanding of them, have them shift your perspective is, uh, is to me, it's, it's so life-changing. Again, that's why I was so excited to have you on because again, it's been such a huge part of my journey as a person over the last three to four years. It's like without books, I, I don't honestly know where I would be. I, you know, there's a mm-hmm. lot of things I feel like knowledge I've gained and understandings and um, things that have just like really clicked. Like, you know, when you read or listen to something and it just aligns with you and clicks and you're like, that's mm. what it is. I've known this Absolutely. my whole life, right? But no one's really ever said it before until I'm reading it right now. Uh, so they really are just so incredibly powerful. I agree. I agree. And it's, um, it's usually something that you just stumble across throughout your own individual journey, right? Like I, I talked about my story about how I stumbled across books and the beautiful thing about starting this community of people who also share the, the joy of reading these types of books is people start to share similar stories about how, you know, it wasn't until you know, they, they were in a rough patch of their life or, mm-hmm. you know, they were looking for something and, you know, they stumble across the right book at the right time. And for me, you know, books, books isn't my whole entire life. And I think the way that you had described it is that it's just perspective. It's just maybe a, a mindset shift that you weren't attuned to, but someone else has the perspective and it's you, you look at your immediate surroundings and you look at everything in your life through a different lens. And I think that's really the benefit of, of having the right book at the right time is just being able to look at something a little bit differently. Yes, absolutely. And it's been wild, uh, over the past like few years and regularly listening to books. It's Mm -hmm. so crazy that I feel like all of them were given to me exactly at the time I needed them. And all of them keep mm. building on top one on top of the other. And it's like, I'll, you know, I'll listen to like a massive truth um, in one book. And then like two books later, they'll talk about it again, but in a different way, which again, just helps it click and click and click mm. and like, you know, that much more. So mm-hmm. for me, that has been like so that is one of the coolest things I think with books that I've really found is how much they really just keep lining up with one another. Um, and it's just, again, it's not really something I expected at all. I was like, all right, cool. Let me read this. Like I'll read something about like Dr. Joe Dispenza and, uh, mm-hmm. in one of his books. And then I'll read, uh, or listen to conversations with God with Neil Donald Walsh. And it's like, these things are synonymous with one another. And I like, mm-hmm. there's such immense, immense power in that when you can, read or listen to something in one book and then just hear it or listen to it or read it spoken about in a slightly different way, but you know, Mm -hmm. they're saying the same exact thing. It just allows you to even get a better grip on it because you're just hearing it again, just from that little bit of shift of perspective, which is going to kind of circle things out for you and just really have like those aha moments where it's like, that's what it is. And you kind of like really get it. Absolutely. And you, you bring up an interesting point about how, you read different books from different perspectives. And I've always had this take where, you know, reading more books is in our best interest. You know, I was that person who maybe a couple of years ago, I was like, I'm going to try to finish a book a week. And it got to the point where it was counterproductive for me, Mm. where I was reading books and I was finishing books just to read them as opposed to reading to understand or just to build a specific knowledge base around a skill or an idea. So I, I really disbanded that idea of like reading more in the past few years. I've just been really intentional about some of the books that I've been reading, but you brought up a really interesting point there is that even if you do read more just for the sake of reading more, just because you want to hit a certain number, it could be arbitrary. You can still come across those parallel ideas that 
you know, in one book, there's an idea about maintaining a good mindset or in three or four other books, you come across a very similar idea. You start to build these foundations and these principles as to all these successful people are saying the same thing. There must be a truth behind this. And I think it's just gathering all these data points and finding the patterns between them is really something that you can benefit from reading a ton of books. Absolutely. It's like, as I'm thinking about it right now, it's like Napoleon Hill's um, Think and Grow Rich. Again, like a dispenser book, Conversations with God, um, Eckhart Tolle's books. They're all in ways saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like we need each of these teachers and each of these different perspectives to paint the whole picture for us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So there really is just like massive benefit in, and I, I think you made a really good point too. It's like being intentional with it because, right, we could think, and I've had that thought too. It's like, right, to finish a book every like week or two. And then, but again, is it productive for us, right? Are we just trying right. to just muster through to get through them just to say that we did it? And because we think mm-hmm. that's what we should be doing in order to grow and, and to learn. I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm such a big fan of just in being intentional. Uh, and setting yep. your intention on something, right? Because sometimes, and I get caught in this too, where I'll just kind of like drift through life and I'm like, okay, what am I doing here? And once we become mm-hmm. more intentional, like everything changes and you just get so much more benefit of what you're doing because there's just more mm-hmm. thought and effort um, put into it. You know? Yeah, and I think the same thing goes with with any nonfiction book. And one of the most common questions that I get with this community is like, how can I build a better reading habit? Huh. You know, should I, should I read X, Y, and Z? And my question is always find something that is interesting to you, right? Like if you are just reading a book because a random stranger on the internet says it's good, it's kind of a crapshoot. But if you narrow down books or topics based around things that you're actually interested in, that's the easiest way to build a better reading habit. And the second thing is find a skill that you're trying to improve and find like books or resources or audiobooks or YouTube videos around that. It'll make the learning that much more tangible. And the experience that I have right now is, I think I told you, I have twins on the way. I got two twin boys who are oh scheduled my. to come Congrats, next man. week, August, <laughs> uh, October, October 12th. So a week from today, um, assuming they don't come any, any sooner, um, I got two twin boys coming. So over the past three months or so, I've just been reading nonstop parenting books. Uh, not because they're interesting, not because they're gripping stories, but there's a, a tangible benefit behind the information. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the, the biggest recommendations is find some area in your life that you're trying to improve and then find the corresponding books that will just make it so much more easier to get through the information. Yes, absolutely. I just, as you just said that right now, I just realized that is that's kind of, that's what I'm doing right now. And like, that's why I've been so engaged in them. Um, yeah. I'm just, I'm literally just every day doing my best to grow. Um, to really just be what more are you loving. Reading, what are you reading right now? What's, what's on your bedside? What are you, what are you peering through right now? So it's conversations with God um, again. And so I was going to mention this too. I think one of the really cool things with books is that you can read it today one book you can read it today. You can read that same book six months from now, two years, five years, ten years from now, and it's yeah. like a whole other. It's like a whole other book because right. you're not the same person that you were when you first read it. So mm. that has been really exciting for me to like re-listen to a book and be like, wow, like I'm 
I'm literally feel like I'm listening to it for the first time. So mm-hmm. right now it is, it's the complete uh, series of conversations with God. And it is the second time I've been uh, listening to it. And it does, it feels like I, uh, I feels like it's a brand new book that I'm just hearing things that I didn't hear before because there's so much information in books, right? So we can miss things. So when we come back mm-hmm. to them, it's like, ah, yeah, and just another thing clicks into place. And uh, that has been, that's not something I expected. And that has been really, uh, really fun for me. That's awesome. Have you, that's have awesome. you ever heard of conversations with God or? Um, I have not. No, that's, that's not something that I've, I've run across, but uh, I'm gonna have to check that one out. It, it honestly, and when you, when you know, when the title is conversations with God and God can just be this kind of misconstrued uh, thought or can kind of throw people off a little bit, I guess like I was born, I was raised Catholic. So when I hear God, I think of like the Catholic God and, uh, mm-hmm. I'm not Catholic anymore, but, um, that's kind of, I feel like we're, you know, mine goes to just the, the interpretation of their God or just can mean a million different things. So mm-hmm. I kind of say this to everybody in checking out conversations with God, whether you believe in God or not, whether you believe in a different God, it, it literally doesn't matter. I would just suggest re- read or listen to the book and just take it for what it is. Just who mm-hmm. cares where it's coming from? Um, just sit there and listen and absorb it because when you when you go through that book, I literally cannot think of a better way to live. It mm. explains so many things. It, it gives you so many truths. And one, my favorite part about it is that it all boils down to love. And um, mm. it's just, it is, it's really beautiful. That is a book I recommend. That's like the number one book I recommend to people because it's been so, so impactful. And it's literally shifted the reality that I live in. Well, I'm going to have to check it out. You're selling it pretty good, man. I'm going to have to. <laughs> Put that one on my uh, my next Amazon book haul. Right, and that's the thing, man. It's like it's just because I'm so passionate about it, and like just so excited about it. Like you were saying before, just like setting that intention, and that is such a good way to help people stay consistent with their with their reading. Uh, because mm-hmm. um, I didn't think about that. Like I'm sure, and as you were saying that, that question that you get mostly from people, it's like, how do I, you know, create this into a habit? And I. I never thought about it that way, but that is like the perfect response. If it's something that you want to implement in your life and you want to grow or get better at, or just is super interesting to you, that is literally how I think people are able to stay consistent with it. There's a great quote, and it's someone who I reference all the time on my book page in the Paul Rob account. And he has this quote about reading and he says, read what you love until you love to read. And I think that just embodies everything in terms of building that habit because you can't force it. You can't start with something that's uninteresting to you. So if you want to start with comic books, if you want to start with philosophy books, like if that's what you're into, shit, go for it. Yeah. Because you want to be able to enjoy what you're consuming before you consume just for the sake of it. Um, And for me, it, it started with these mindset books, things that were cultivating a good mindset, things that were cultivating positivity. You know, there's, there's uh, sometimes a negative connotation when it comes to self-help books. Like people think it's just, uh, rah-rah bullshit, you know, people, mm. the, the self-help book authors, they're, they're conniving, they're coming, snake oil salesmen. And I think there's a lot of truth behind that. You know, as someone who reads a lot of these self-help books, they are very derivative of each other, right? There's not a whole lot of originality. But the thing is, is you don't really need a whole lot from them to get benefit from them. It's really just a simple shift in your perspective, right? I think one of the most 
monumental ideas that I got from a book was uh, Carol Dweck's Mindset, which is really the foundation of self-help and personal development. And it's the, the idea between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. Like a fixed mindset is, you know, I'm, I'm never going to be good at this. I can't yeah. improve my surroundings. This is who I'm always going to be forever. And that's it. But the growth mindset is someone who says, I do have the capacity for growth. I may not be where I'm at in my life now, but with persistent effort, with focus, with a belief that I'm capable of growth, that will propel you to new heights. Now, will everyone be a superstar? Will everyone be an actor or an actress, the top of their game? Maybe, maybe not, but you do have the ability to be more than where you are now. And I think it's just the mindset that you're capable of that is one of the most powerful ideas that I've come across in a book. Yes. It's like our mindset is everything. And if we think, you know, it's kind of like the lack mindset. If we think that this is all I can be, this is it, I'm no good. Well, then Mm -hmm. if you truly believe that, then that becomes your truth and then that becomes your reality. Mm. If you have the growth Mm -hmm. mindset and you know that you are an infinite, beautiful being and you can create anything, it's literally like when you adopt that thought, because this happened to me literally, and when I adopted Mm -hmm. that thought, I felt like the sky had opened up above me and like Mm -hmm. the world opened up because it's literally just that quick little shift of, no, no, I'm not good enough. I can't do anything. Like think about how detrimental it is to you. When you can shift to a growth mindset and I can achieve anything and like literally anything is possible for me, well, then that creates the window open to those possibilities. But when you think the other way, that window, that door is closed, so you literally can't reach and achieve those things. What was the name of that book again that you just mentioned? It's called Mindset by Carol Dweck. She was, uh, I believe, a, a developmental psychologist, someone who worked very heavily in the psychological field and it's rooted in a lot of science, which is what I look for nowadays in a lot of these nonfiction books is what are the accolades of the author? You know, is it someone who's just writing a book to write it? And there's nothing wrong with that. But I think that there is, there's a whole lot more um, validity behind someone who's studied behind a a specific topic or a field. Um, Just, it just adds a lot more credence to what they're saying. Cool, man. I appreciate that. I'm definitely going to check that out. Those are like one of my favorite types of books are like the self-help and the positive mindset because with a positive mindset, your whole life just gets so much better. Mm-hmm. And um, I love the ones too, that it's not just like the rah, 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 it's just positivity, nothing else. It's like, that. it's not the way the world works, mm-hmm. um, right? So to, to have the books that are just like real with it and can give you tools in shifting a negative mindset to a positive one, those are awesome. And um what is the book that you are reading or listening to right now? And then what are some of your favorite books? The one book that I've been reading for, gosh, over two months now is The Laws of Human Nature by Robert Greene. Uh, he's one of my favorite authors. He's written the books, uh, 48 Laws of Power. He wrote um, Mastery. He wrote, uh, I think there's 33 Laws of War. He's someone who studies a lot of history, a lot of philosophy. Um, he's uh, a cohort of, of Ryan Holiday, the, you know, the author, Ego is the Enemy, Stillness is yep. Key, uh, Courage is the Way. Uh, one of my favorite authors as well. But the book, the, the Laws of Human Nature, is really based on how humans are inherently flawed, whether it's how 
we see ourselves uh, as gr- more grandiose than we really are, how <laughs> we have inherent fears, how we think differently when we're in groups. It's it's almost like these, these tiny flaws that we have ingrained in us as humans, mm. but it's more of an understanding of how, number one, how we can overcome that as people, as individuals, how we can see through that veneer and have a little bit more understanding that, hey, we're humans, like we're born this way. Don't be so critical because you have these quote unquote flaws in your, in your uh, personality. But number two, how you can protect yourself against people who may be using these types of things against you. So it's just one of those things where you can interpret the world, but you can also interpret yourself just based off of a little bit of introspection. So that's what I'm reading right now, the laws of human nature. The few books that I am always recommending if we're staying on this nonfiction path Number one is Atomic Habits by James Clear. If you're in the social media world of books, that's uh, probably the most common popular book that you're going to see out there. It's really a book that is based around developing really subtle, positive habits in your life. And the whole tenet of this book is that in order to be more of a successful, successful version of yourself, you don't really need to go through these grandiose changes. You really just need to focus on the small incremental steps to improve your daily habits. That could be, you know, maybe taking a couple more steps from a physical perspective. Maybe you want to be a writer. So you want to, you know, write for an hour every day. It's just these small shifts in your habits and your behaviors. The idea is that they will grow over time. It's, it's going to benefit over time. Uh, another, another book that I'm always recommending that I referenced earlier is uh, the Almanac and Naval Ravikant. Naval Ravikant is, he's a entrepreneur. He's a, philanthropist. He's one of those guys who is a very successful tech dude turned philosopher. You know, he likes to wax, wax poetic. He was on the Joe Rogan podcast. He's been on the Tim Ferriss podcast. He's someone who's very successful, but he's very pragmatic. In this book, the Almanac and Naval Ravikant, it's broken out into three specific chapters. It's on how to build wealth, how to be happy and how to be healthy. And, you know, when you think about what's most important for in life, those three pillars really encompass most of, of what our pursuits are in life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's a qualified person, but I think the reason why I recommend it so much is that he talks a lot about these things in a very pragmatic way, right? You, you listen to what he says or you read what he says rather. And you say, that makes sense. That is something that I can pursue. That's something that I can understand whether it's, you know, do I have the bandwidth to really follow through on that? It's another thing, but uh, it just gives you an idea of what it takes to be financially independent, but also to be happy and healthy. So Almanac Naval Ravikant, can't recommend that one enough. Thanks, buddy. I just wrote down all of these. And uh, Jim, are you, um, it seems like, are you an, a reader or an audible listener? I am a reader. Reader, I yeah. prefer I prefer the physical books. Yeah, um, I, it's just my my method. That's just what I, I gravitate towards, and it's mainly because I, I like to take note take notes while I read. Uh, I like to read with a pen or a highlighter. Um, I don't do that with fiction books, but you know, if I'm reading something um, like Never Split the Difference, uh, it's a book on you know how to negotiate better. You know, there are tangible ideas and um, chapters that have very specific takeaways. You know, I like to highlight them. Or I like to underline it with a pen. Uh, and that helps with retention because at the end of the book or at the end of the chapter, I'd like to take everything that I underline or highlight and I'll write it down in my own notes. And just really helps me 
think about it in my own way and how does this relate to my life and how can I implement something like this? And I think it's taking an active step really helps maintaining uh, some of that memory long-term. Cool, man. That's good. So uh, this is great. We have different um, perspectives on this. So I only listen uh, in Audible. And, mm-hmm. uh, but so I, I'll talk about just kind of like how when I listen to it, because again, like years ago, I never, I mean, four or five years ago, I never ever read or listened to books. And now I'm, there, there's not a moment uh, that I'm not in the middle of a book. Uh, mm-hmm. So for you, what, when, like when and where are you finding time to, to sit and, and read? It varies throughout the day. Uh, you know, I have a three-year-old daughter right now and uh, I got two on the way. So I think I'm going to have even less time to be dedicated to reading. But as it stands during my, my daily routine, I, I like to read before bed. You know, that's one of uh, the foundations for me during my, my daily habits. You know, there's probably three or four things that I have to do every single day. And one of them is read before bed. Not only because it's, it's really the only time I have to read is just because it's like a wind down process for me, forces me to get off my phone for an hour before bed. And just like the physical process of reading a physical book makes me tired. So it just, it helps my, my sleep process. But, um, you know, sometimes during lunch, uh, we, my wife and I, we just moved up to New Hampshire about a month ago. And one of the best things about our our new house is we have a front porch. So we got a, a front porch outside. So whenever I got time in between meetings during my day job, I like to go outside for like 10, 15 minutes and just uh, get a couple pages and just being outside and reading. It's mm. um, tranquil. It's nice. Helps to slow things down. Totally. Uh, honestly, you just talking about that, sitting outside on your porch and reading and just taking your time in that peace and stillness sounds so nice. It um, is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I'll just, uh, so I really, I do. I only listen to Audible. Um, for like for why me, is that? It, why 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 do you prefer why do you prefer the audio? Yep. So when I read too, it makes me tired. It just uh, yeah, it just it just makes me doze off a little bit. And then honestly, Jim, I don't know if this like stems back to just when I was younger, right? And I just had like the reading comprehension. It w- I don't know. It was just hard for me to obtain the information. But again, I was a totally mm. different person back then. So mm. maybe it would be different now. And one of the main reasons why I do it too is honestly for convenience. Uh, mm. I'll just throw on Audible when I'm driving. It's like I, it's kind of wild for me now. I like rarely listen to music in the car anymore. It's always an Audible book. So that mm. just gives me a lot of time to be able to take in that information. And then when I go for just like morning walks uh, or for a run uh, or stuff like that, I'll always pop on a book too. And that that's literally what it is. It's like, it allows me to be like really efficient and it just allows me to be listening to a book and getting all that information while I'm still also doing something else. Um, so it's been, it's been really nice for me. Uh, there are times though, I will say that I'm driving and like a brilliant part of a book will come up and I'm like, I need to write this down somewhere. Mm-hmm. I would say that is like the downfall of it that in those moments I, I, I don't, but I'll keep them. As soon as I pull over, or I stop, I'll usually jot and write some stuff down in the notes in my phone. Um, and that, like that's, is there anything like that available for audiobooks where you can annotate or you can be like, Hey, Hey, audible, uh, highlight the last 30 seconds of, of this. Like, is there anything like that? So I know in audible and I need to be better at this. You can go in and save clips. Ah, Okay. 
So you can literally, yeah, yeah. You can like literally, and I've done that uh, a few times, but you can literally like write, pull out a piece and save it somewhere. But again, that's difficult when you're driving. You know what I mean? I, I I never want to text or look at my phone when I'm driving. I just, I, I hate it. Uh, but there are, you know, Audible does that. And I wonder if there are other things that do that as well. Um, but it's cool, man. I, I like that we do it differently so we can just share, you know, how it works for us and why we do it just so we can try to connect and, and touch, you know, everybody who's out there, who's listening. Um, and it just is what it is, you know I mean? It's like, and everyone, it's like whatever works for you, you know what I mean? Yeah. If then taking a hard copy and being physical with it and having that in front of you, like I get that. Mm-hmm. And if Audible works better for you too, it's like, don't, I just don't try to be something that you're not. Um, just do what works so that you can Absolutely. make it as easy as possible, right? I think to pick up that habit because now having the habit of listening to books every single day has been such an incredible ride for me and uh, anything that we can do just to make that tangible for other people so that they're able to uh, adopt that too into their own habits. And I think that just comes with getting older and being self-aware is like yeah. you're you understand more about what works best for you. Like I've, I've known for a little bit of of time now that I'm more of a visual learner. You know, I'm someone who learns by pictures and um, actually drawing stuff. So, you know, the actual physical book and, and seeing it and being a visual person, that just, that works for me. So having to write out notes and seeing the notes and sometimes repeating the notes, that's, that's just how I operate, but you bring up a great point. Every, everyone's different. Don't try to force something that, you know, maybe some people on a podcast are, are referencing works for them. It's, it's all about, um, you know, having some self-awareness, figuring out what works for you. Totally, man. Cause I've literally had that moment of like, should I read? Like, should I just like thinking like lesser of myself, which is like, mm. that doesn't help me. It doesn't serve me mm. at all to think lesser of myself or something like that, just cause of who I am. And uh, yeah, I had those thoughts of like, gosh, should I just be like physically picking up a book and reading it? Like, would I be more, I like, I am so engaged in Audible, but I'm like, would I be more engaged? Would it be more beneficial for me? And it's Mm -hmm. like, I know I would read less. I just know, I I know that I would. Uh, So this is just what works. It allows me to be able to really stay consistent with it and, and take in as much, as many books as I can. And the thing is too, like, I don't like, I don't rush through books. I really just do, I do what feels right. And it's like, I'll listen to a book in Audible and if there's something profound, I'll rewind it and like listen to it again. And I just like take my time. Um, I will have moments sometimes where I'm like, oh, this book might be taking you a little bit too long to get through. But I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. again, don't beat yourself up here. Just, you know, if it's something you want to change, then just, you know, be more intentional with it um, yeah. and listen to it on a more consistent basis. But I think that's important too, just like, and you kind of mentioned this before, like not rushing through them, like when you were doing like the book a week mm-hmm. and just taking your time and just getting all the benefit out of it that you can. Right. Yeah. It's, it's also important to understand if you're not, if you're not vibing with the book, you know, I, one of the, another question that I get with the, the get better with books pages, you know, people are like, dude, it's taken me forever to finish this book. I'm struggling to finish this book. What should I do? I'm just like, dude, put the book down. Yeah. It's, it's pretty clear that you're not connecting with the material, whether it's the actual topic or it's the way that the author is conveying the information. Don't force it, you know, yeah. like use it as an opportunity to put it down, pick something else up and, you know, don't, don't beat yourself up over it. You know, it may not even be you just uh, yeah. pick up something else. Totally. And thank you for that too. Cause I've had that same thought sometimes where I'll be listening to a book and I'm just like, 
And I won't just like stop right away. Like I will try and I will keep going for a certain amount of time. But then when I like literally when it's like a struggle to get through and it's like, it's a struggle. And then also I feel like it's not even benefiting me because either the author or because of me and the sort of state of mind Mm -hmm. I'm in while listening to it, I'm not able Mm -hmm. to obtain and grow how I want to from this book where I feel like my time could be used better somewhere else. So Mm -hmm. just having that realization of like, Okay, just because I stopped doing this doesn't mean like I'm a failure or I quit at this, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like this wasn't meant for me. That's okay. Now let me go spend my time somewhere else where I can just get more from it. Absolutely. Do you and, read any fiction books? Do you listen to any anything other than self-help? Like I've heard a lot of people who who use Audible for fiction type stories and they like to read the physical copies of nonfiction. Do you do you listen to different genres as well? Honestly, the, the kick I'm in right now, it's mainly it's spirituality, it's growth, it is self-help, it's like positive mindset. Mm-hmm. Uh, there have been some just in terms of like abundance, whether it be in life or money. Um, mm-hmm. Those are the main things that I, I stick with right now because I'm just like still for years now, just in that flow and it still feels so good. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm just, again, I'm just doing what resonates and what feels right with me. Maybe that will change at some point. But right now, that is just uh, really, really what I'm in. And it was Think Think and Grow Rich. It was like one of the first books I listened to that really started me off and got me on this path. And that book is, I'm, I love that you had mentioned that before. Keep the train rolling, man. Don't yeah. stop now. <laughs> exactly. That's awesome. Jim, and I want to ask you too, buddy, what like, I know you mentioned too, right? You started this page just, you know, to be creative and, and just get some information out there. Where do you see the page going? Or I guess, what do you hope uh, maybe comes from this? It's a good question. And it's something that uh, I think about daily. You know, how can I turn this into something that's more than just a hobby? Um, and, and fortunate for for the growth that I've seen in the page, you know, there has been some opportunity to monetize this a little bit better. It's mainly from, you know, a lot of smaller independent authors who reach out to me and said, hey, you know, would love to promote my book on your page. So it's it's um, an opportunity to monetize a little bit through some sponsored posts, things like that. But what I'm also in the process of doing is starting to create some actual physical products. So, you know, I got some merchandise coming out, just mainly shirts and hats. But, um, you know, some physical products like notebooks, um, also kicking around some ideas of writing some books myself. You know, who would have thought that that would have been an idea, a natural progression of creating a book about books, uh, creating a page about books is writing a book. Um, The ironic thing is I'm actually like a terrible writer in person. You know, I've never been a a talented writer. So it's, it's kind of funny that I've engaged a lot of my my free time around books and, and writing in general. But um, yeah, down the road, I think what my goal is, is to continue you know, adding as much valuable content to the audience that I have. You know, I, I don't want to grow just for the sake of growing. It's, you know, continue to have a relationship with people who are uh, engaging with the page. And I think that's that's been the most uh, the most benefits that I've got from this is the the connections that I've got from the audience, the messages that people are like, dude, like, I've, I've literally been putting off reading my entire life, but you've given me the motivation to pick up a book. Like I haven't read a book in years and, you know, I, I really appreciate this because you know, this, this has changed my life. So just like little things like that have made it all worthwhile. It doesn't have to be like a massive business, but it's just having a, a good connection with the audience is, has just made all, all the time and effort worthwhile. 
So cool, man. It's like just helping people. How good does that feel? Yeah. Right. Helping just, people with something that you enjoy doing. Yeah. You know, it's just a natural reaction of something that you enjoy the process. Like for me, like I enjoy the content creation process. Like I enjoy photography. I enjoy making videos on my phone and editing videos and stuff like that. Like I truly enjoy that. That's where I get my flow state from. And mm -hmm. if it's something that really resonates with people and, and can help them get into books, it's just, it's, it's fantastic. It's how I love spending my free time. I love it, man. Like just serving, especially like you mentioned, when you're passionate about it, I feel like it's like one of the keys of life. It's like one of the keys of happiness, truly, because every Absolutely. single day, right, you're doing your passion, which in itself, you're like, okay, that might be enough on its own. <laughs> but then when you can couple that with like real, literally serving and giving and helping people, like, dude, the fact that you help somebody who has been putting off reading forever and you've given them like that literal shift in perspective to want to start and pick it up because I get so excited about that because books, there's just such good information. There's like, we've been talking about it this whole episode, but to give people that gift of just more understanding and more knowledge is just incredible. One of the questions I was going to ask you is if you think you might be an author one day too. So that <laughs> I'm going to give it a shot. You know, I was actually over the few weeks, I've, I've really been coming up with, um, with a couple different is around what would be most suited for me from an authentic standpoint. Like, what am I, what am I in a position to share? Right. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not going to write about physics. I'm not going to write about the trading in the stock market, but I can share are really simple shifts in daily habits, daily routines that you don't need to go above and beyond that can change for your life. So get around ideas of, you know, simple daily habits, you know, how to have a good day, really simplify that self-help process, which is really what this page in my brand has morphed into is just simplifying self-help because I think in a lot of ways, self-help books, they, they say a lot of similar things. And this is what we were talking about at uh, the early part of the call. It's like, you see a lot of parallels in a lot of these books that you read yeah. uh, this foundation, these foundational things. And, you know, I'm trying to break that down into daily habits that have helped me develop a good mindset, healthy mind, you know, a healthy financial situation. These, these four or five different avenues that I spend most of my time trying to improve and trying to share some of those lessons and maybe put that down in a book form. And it's, it's something that I wanted to mention to you when, while we're talking a lot about mindset, mind, mindset and, and shifting into an abundant mindset. A lot of these books that I read I try to be more focused on, you know, more tangible benefits, things like personal finance, things like helping sales skills, like very specific marketing tactics. You know, I'm, I come from a business school background. So these are things that I'm, I'm also interested in, you know, how we can utilize some of these uh, business strategies to help both the brand, but like my daytime job, um, so I spend a lot of time, you know, reading business books and, and sales books, uh, so it's, for me, it's, it's not all about, um, you know, having, having a good mindset, but it's also having, you know, boots on the ground and having very tangible skills. Yeah, absolutely. And that's great too, that, uh, you are just trying to share what has helped and worked for you. Mm -hmm. Right. I think that's like the basis behind this. It's like, you found the power in books, you see how beneficial they can be. And you now just want to share that with people because you see how much it's affected and impacted you. Absolutely. That's really what it comes down to. Right. That's so good. And so many, it's wild. So many guests I talk to, it's like, it's a very similar story. And uh, it's the whole reason why I started Spread Love Movement was to help and to serve. And more as I go on my spiritual path, I understand like really the power of love. 
And I see how much, like literally coming from a place of love and gratitude has shifted my reality and helped me tremendously. It's like hard to say into words how much it has. I wish people could just like pop into my consciousness really quickly and just like have a quick little download and get it all. Um, but it's like feeling the benefits of it and how it's changed my life and, and helped me be just happier and appreciate things more. Um, that's literally what drives me every single day uh, just to at least present that to people, right? It's not like forcing people or having even expectations that people are going to live this life. It's just merely being able to show it to them and present it to them so that they just know it exists. They know it's an option. And it's something that if you know they choose feels right for them and that's the path that they want to go down, uh, I'm just grateful to be able to be someone who can just allow that to be presented uh, into their life. And I think one of the reasons why people gravitate towards you and, you know, obviously I'm, I'm flattered to be on the podcast and, and be associated with your brand is you don't really see a lot of that nowadays, especially in either in social media or just like mainstream media in general, you know, there's, there's a void of that, that love and that self-care and that self-acceptance that I think people need, like there's a void of that. And the messages nowadays, they stray away from that. So, so yeah. people are just naturally drawn to, you know, having that abundance and having that, that message that you're providing, because I think deep down, everyone craves that. And, you know, I'm, I'm appreciative to be um, associated with someone like you who's doing that daily. Oh my gosh, man. That was so nice of you. Thanks, dude. <laughs> oh, well, that was really nice. Um, yeah, man. There's just, you know, there's... Uh, there's love and positivity all around us. It exists everywhere. It's just where are we focusing? And uh, like you kind of said too, a lot of the other outlets, they just focus on the opposite. And when a lot of the focus goes that way, people think, well, this is what exists because this is what I'm seeing when I'm being shown. So it's like, well, that's, that's all that exists because that's all that's there. And I literally am just showing the other side. Uh, and uh, just showing people that there is, there's so many good people. They are everywhere. Even the quote unquote bad people, I firmly believe they are really genuinely good people. They just got a little bit lost. You know, they had uh, some tough things happen to them. They've had experiences that I know nothing about. And maybe I'd be the same exact way if I had those experiences as well. So just like, you know, painting that picture that there's just so much beauty and love out in the world. It is literally everywhere. And Frill, man, even talking to someone like you, like you might think it's like, well, what do books have to do with love? It's like you as a person, man, like what a beautiful soul you are, seriously. And then there can be so much, like a lot of the love that I found has been in books. A lot of the, you know, a lot of the things I implement and the actions that I take, I've learned from books. They've showed me like the truth and the way. And uh, it's just created, you know, it's created everything. Well, it expands, it expands your perception of the world. I mean, that, yes. at the end of the day, it, it shows you that whatever you were, you were shown growing up, is just only a sliver of what's possible in life. Yeah. And I think that it's that expansion to come across people like yourself and to come across, you know, people who, who believe in the same things, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a good way to show that you're on the right path right? Like people believe the same things. People are optimistic about yes. the way that the world is working. 
that there's, you know, there's still love in the world. Uh, I think that's important because that, uh, like I had mentioned, I think people really crave that. Absolutely. And thank you for touching on that too. I, I think like one of the most beneficial thing in books is that it just shows you like a whole nother world. Cause like you just said, if you kind of stay in your pocket, that's all that you know. But then when you read a book, it kind of cracks out a little bit and opens it up a little bit more. And then when you read another book, it cracks in and opens up a little bit more. And it really does just expand our consciousness. And allow us just to know that there's just other things outside of our world that exist. And I mean, sometimes I think about books and like, it's so, so cool that you can look at a, at a, at a book and there is just immense, a plethora of information just stored in this one little thing. You know, in a physical book, I'm like, there's just brilliance on pun brilliance uh, in so many of them. And I, for me, when you can, perspective is, is everything. So when someone can give me a new perspective, that is like one of my favorite things. And like books provide that. They provide that new perspective that just allows us to see something differently, think about something differently. I think it allows us to just stay curious about mm. things too. I think curiosity is so important because it just allows us to keep wondering and to keep thinking and wanting to, you know, have the desire to keep seeing what else is out there. And when we do that, there's just an infinite amount of information that we're able to tap into. It's just a, it's a natural trait that we all share is that exploration of like what else is out there in life. And for people who are naturally curious, people who, you know, want to understand either more about themselves or more about the world, the books are just a natural breadcrumb. You know, it can bring you off in any direction and can show you how rich life is and how, yeah. how blessed we are to be around and aware of these things during our lifetime. And Jim, do you, I mean, ideally right now, and things can always shift, but right now where you are, would you like for this to become your full time, what you do every day? Or do you think this will always be something that you partially do as a passion or just kind of where do you see that? No, absolutely. The goal is to turn this into a business, you know, yes. at the end of the day, when you take a look at just the social media landscape, the opportunities to do something like this, uh, they're not only real, they're, they're here now. You know, there are people who are able to talk about their passions and their interests. And, you know, maybe you're not going to be a Jeffrey Bezos, but you can make a full-time living off of this mm. by creating valuable content, by creating products and services that actually um, add value to people's lives, you know, like to fulfill specific needs. I mean, I think that's inherently the, the number one objective of any business is to solve someone's problem with a, a valuable product or service. And the, the benefit of, of having this, this page for a couple of years is, you know, you start to learn a little bit more about what people are lacking and how you could fill that in with a product or a service. So to answer your question, hundred percent, the goal is to turn this into, you know, some sort of digital media company, um, I've already been able to to monetize this a little bit by um, by working with smaller and medium sized authors and publishers to help promote their books on my channels. Um, but I think that there's some other opportunities, some other ideas that I've been uh, incubating for for some months now that I'm very excited to to share in uh, 2022 and beyond. Good for you, man. That sounds great. And um, of course, man, that's awesome. I mean, just you know, living your passion and being able to monetize it so that you can literally live your passion. You know what I yeah. mean? It's just, is. I just, I love seeing that in other people because I really just truly think 
ideally, not that it has to be this way, but ideally more people would do that because more people would be happier. And in people's happiness, it raises the vibration of the whole planet. Can you imagine if everybody right now was living their passion? Literally everyone on the planet, like what that would do for the consciousness of this world. Mm. You know, it would change it so, so drastically. So to see that in another person makes me just always feel so good and just like happy for you, man. It's like, I appreciate right? that, man. Of course. And it's like, it just works out well for everybody. It's like, you're happy doing what you're doing. It literally creates happiness in other people to see that as well. It's just giving out such good energy uh, out into the universe. It is just real good stuff to see everyone out there. It might take some time and uh, you might have to do it, you know, for a while and not um, monetize it like I did, like Jim did. Uh, but I, I mean, I wouldn't take it back for the world. It doesn't seem like, you know, you would either. Uh, so I just, you learn a lot about yourself when you put yourself out there. Yeah. I was always someone who was very scared about criticisms. And when I was in college, uh, I was really into hip hop and rap. Like I mm. used to record songs. I used to have a booth in my college dorm. I used to make beats. I was super into that stuff and I'm not going to lie. I was pretty good. I was pretty good. But the thing is, I never released any music because I was deathly afraid of people criticizing my shit. Yeah. So I sat on songs, I sat on beats. And then when I started this page, I had that similar tinge of fear of criticism. And I got to a point where I was just like, screw it. And it was from that point, I felt so much better to share my shit and understand that, hey, people might, people might criticize it. People do criticize it, but that's okay. Yeah. That's okay because for every criticism that you have, you may have uh, another person who is like, "Yo, this this is actually really good, and I appreciate you doing that. So it's well worth it. Put yourself out there." Absolutely, and that person's criticism has way more to do with them than it has anything to do with you or anybody uh, who's being mm -hmm. criticized. And I love I, again, man, like you. I love it so much that you decided you chose love over fear. You chose love of who you are and your passion and your truth mm. as opposed to, you know, choosing fear. And it's the fear of, will I be accepted? Will people judge me? Will people criticize me? Will people think a certain way about me? And I mean, I get it. And a lot of people do. It's like, that can be really, that can really put us in a box and allow us to stay there and not move because like in that box, so it's safer. You know, then stepping into the unknown, like where we know right now, I'm good. But if I create this page and put myself out there, well, that's stepping into the unknown and that gets kind of scary. And that's just such a beautiful example of, and I am a massive fan of stepping into the unknown because for me, it's like where you are right now, that's what you know. Nothing's going to change if you don't change. So by stepping into the unknown, the unknown is filled with infinite possibilities and to me, I'd rather, you know, live in a world of infinite possibilities than to already what I know and knowing that I can't grow anywhere from there. So for me, I applaud you, man, for, you know, speaking your truth. And uh, Thank you, of course, man, and pushing past that fear, because I'm not trying to downplay that. That fear is real. Like that is, a, that is real. That is a, it is a tough thing to overcome. Yeah. And once you do it, though, you realize a lot of that fear, it just resides in your own head. Yeah. People have a halo effect. They think that everyone's spending all the time thinking and judging you, but 
once you just put yourself out there, you realize that no, maybe not everyone was really thinking about me as much as I thought that they did. <laughs> yeah. And that's okay. And that's, it, it, it gives you a little bit of sense of freedom that, um, you know, maybe you're not in the spotlight as much as you, you think that you are. Um, and, you know, the people that do criticize you, like you said, it's usually a manifestation of how they feel inside and to accept that and, and to move past it. The way that I look at it is, you know, something like this, if I put myself out there, the downsides, it's just ego. You know, you put yourself out there and you're a little embarrassed, you know, you fail publicly and yeah, it's okay. You, you build a little bit of experience, you build some skills from it, but the upside, you know, if it does turn into something that is valid, if it does turn into an audience that embraces your message, if it does turn into something that manifests into a potential business that you can live from, that upside is all you, right? And it's that experience yeah. and it's, it's that, um, that possibility that you said it's worth it. It's worth the risk because the downside isn't as down as you think. Exactly. That's honestly, that is such a good point too, because the fear that we build up is usually most times way more drastic than, than what actually happened. And that was one of my things too. I was like fearful about spread love movement and putting myself out there. And I'm like, what was I so fearful about? Right. It's like, it's all the things that I imagined. None of, none of those happened. None of those fear-based thoughts, none of them came true. And it was worth, so worth taking the step and taking the leap. And uh, I just want to like implore everybody too: the world, don't dim your own light and don't withhold your beauty and your soul's purpose and your truth out of fear, right? Don't keep your beauty from the world. Just I, and again, I know it can be hard, but just please don't keep your beauty. Don't let your light shine because you're afraid of the reactions of people that you don't even know and that don't even know you. So, and that's helped me too. And like some criticism, it's like, this person doesn't even know me. And I'm luckily at a place where I just, I feel so good and I'm so grateful for this with who I am. And I just feel so calm and aligned. And this is a big part of it too. I think getting to a place where the outs, you're in such a good place that the outside world, it doesn't even matter. And really knowing that those criticisms have nothing to do with you, really. And those people don't know you at all. So why would you ever even take their criticism serious? At all. The world needs more perspectives. You know, we talk about the books that we read and the perspectives that we glean. And I, I, I say to anyone who asks about, hey, you know, should I start this page? Should I start a book page? Should I start X, Y, and Z? It's like, absolutely. Hmm. The world needs more voices. The world needs more perspectives. You know, when I talk about the brand that I've, I've built, it's just my perspective. It's just yeah. the way that I interpret the world around me. It's not, yeah. there's no fundamental truth, right? It's just someone who talks about books and enjoys books. You enjoy toy trains. It's like the, there are people out there who share the same interests. So just put yourself out there. The world needs more perspectives. Like, like you said, don't, don't dim your light based off of, you know, what people may say. No, there are actually people out there who are, are looking for your perspective. So do everyone a favor and share it with the world. Yes. Cool, man. Yes. People are actually looking for that. So at least do it for those people. That was awesome. Mm -hmm. Something that Gary V says too, uh, essentially it's like people don't give a shit about you. And mm -hmm. I, when I first heard it, I was like, what Gary V that kind of is bringing me down right now. And he's like, it shouldn't bring you down. It should be freeing because 
people have so much of their own stuff going on that like maybe someone might bitch about something in a moment and then they're gone. Right, mm-hmm. because they have their own life, their own world. That in reality, and you mentioned it before too. It's like we're not the center of attention, and I know that we kind of think that in moments when like we're putting ourselves out there, but we're not. People have a million other things to worry about and that are going on. We're uh, the center of our attention, yeah. but having the understanding and the empathy that other people are thinking the same exact thing. Put yourself right. in their shoes. Yes. And Jim, and I want to ask you, so it's the question I, I ask every single guest. It's like my most favorite thing. Uh, so just, in, and I always preface it this way too, in life, my goal and dream is to help shift the collective consciousness of the planet, uh, to be in a place uh, that's more kind and positive uh, and loving, uh, one that's just more empathetic and for and forgiving one where we're just more in love with each other uh, and one where we're more together and we just understand our oneness. Mm. So what do you feel like you do, you know, every day or any plans for the future that will help aid in this shift of consciousness to this much more positive, loving, peaceful place? That's a really good question. First of all, that's um, profound and, you know, something that you have to think deeply about the choices of, of your life and where you want to take it. But if we want to just like keep it in the perspective of, of this get better with books page, I think the goal at the end of the day is to reiterate the message that we're all, we're all capable of positive change, Mm. whether it comes from books, whether it comes from a podcast you're listening to, um, just know that where you are now is not where you are necessarily going to be forever. So with, with some intention, with some effort, with some focus, with some tenacity, you can improve the standing of where you are. And it's just, uh, it, it all comes down to you taking some accountability um, and, and understanding that you have the possibility of positive change. Yes, my man. That's, I love that. And uh, yes, you're like, you're giving, you're empowering people. It's like, it's up to you. It's not going to come from anywhere else. Like understand how powerful we are and how we can change our lives and where we are right now. It's not going to be like this forever at all. It's like the one constant in life is changed. Things are changing at every single moment. So I think remembering that too, not getting stuck and just giving ourselves the power and not expecting it to come from outside of ourselves, knowing that we, we have the capabilities to grow. We just have to be intentional and do things to set ourselves up on that path. And the empowerment to me, yeah, the empowerment is like as everything to me. It's like, instead of trying doing, doing something for somebody, giving them the tool so that they're able to do it from, for themselves, like maybe at least allowing, allowing them to know and giving them the, giving them the perspective that it can happen, but empowering people to do it on their own. Beautiful. Absolutely. My man. Um, so before we cut out, if you could please just let people know where they can find you uh, on social media. For sure. Uh, I'm on Instagram at get better with books. You can uh, join my weekly newsletter at getbetterwithbooks.com. I send out a weekly email to uh, now the group is a little over a thousand subscribers. Just some of the simple things that I learned from the books that I'm reading. I also do monthly giveaways. So check me out at getbetterwithbooks.com. Uh, I'm on TikTok and I'm on YouTube. 
those are the three uh, social media channels that I focus on. TikTok is TikTok's this, the the jam right now. Get me get me on the talk, talk <laughs> yeah. baby. <laughs> yeah, sweet man. Uh, definitely check out Get Better with Books. Reach out to Jim. Such a cool guy. Uh, and really, I, I mean, us both imploring you to read or listen to more books. It'll literally only benefit you. Uh, Jim, my man, this was, uh, this was great, man. You are, uh, you are a good dude and I'm, I'm glad that we got to connect. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. This was a great check and look forward to the next one. Yes, buddy. And everybody, thank you for being here, hanging out with me and Jim for a little bit. Love you so much. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks, buddy.